about The Last Rite. This is an Irish film that technically came out two years or a year and a half ago. It was December 2019. And this one is the directorial debut of, and I don't know how to pronounce her name correctly, so I apologize, but uh, Aofi Crahan, something along those lines. It's, it, it's spelled A-O-I-F-E. This is her first film, and it stars Neom Alger. You might recognize her from the uh, the show Raised by Wolves on HBO Max, um, but also Samuel Bottomley, Claire Barrett, and um, oh, what's his name? The guy from uh, uh, Michelle Holzman, I think is his name. Michael Michelle. Uh, this is a, this is a movie full of names I can't pronounce correctly, but uh, he he's like the main guy in this, and he was in Game of Thrones. He was the recasted Dario, so not Ed Screen. But he came in as Dario. Oh, that's in who he seasons. was. Oh, you didn't recognize I was, him? Okay. I I, rec- I I saw his face. I'm like, I know this guy okay. from something, but I couldn't place it. I uh, that, so that's where he's from. Well, you didn't watch Game of Thrones, and uh, no, you also but didn't I've watch... written about I've yeah. written about Game of Thrones, so I, I I've seen the the face. Right, right, and you didn't. I know you didn't see Flight Attendant, but he's one of the main characters in that show on oh, HBO okay. Max. Yeah. Yeah. Very good actor. And I think he, he's very well utilized in this film. So yeah, The Last Right, it is kind of a road trip, Sundancey kind of indie thing. And I, I'm really glad it's finally hitting the US. It's kind of, you know, COVID and all that stuff, the way the sort of release for this one. But I think it's available to stream now. And like, I think it might be in some virtual cinemas, maybe on demand. And I'm really glad I got to check this one out because it kind of captures like a a certain type of film that I have a weird random soft spot for, which is Irish brothers kind of like settling their differences. <laughs> I don't know, like between this and something like uh, Sing Street, right? Uh, th- this yeah. is like the, I guess like every year there's like an Irish film about family that hits home with me, I guess. Is there, are there more to that genre than those two? I don't know. I mean, I was thinking not just like Irish Brothers, but there's also Wild Rose, um, which also sure. kind of gets into stuff like this about like family and, you know, a little bit broader in that sense. But regardless, uh, Will, why don't, why don't you walk us through the uh, the plot? What is uh, what is the last right all about? Sure. So um, we fi- primarily follow a lawyer based in New York who gets a call saying that his mother passed away and that they need him back home for the funeral service. And during his plane ride home, he strikes an odd correspondence with a, uh, was it a, a priest or was it a pastor? I, I couldn't remember. I don't remember if they say if okay. he was like a, yeah, father of the cloth or anything. Yeah, but, I was gonna say yeah. He's, a, he's a father of the cloth, but I forget which domi- uh, denomination. But um, play, He's played by Jim Norton. I Yeah, I, I did not catch that he was like a religious person, but okay. Or maybe he wasn't. Maybe I'm conflating him with Brian Cox's character. But um, in any case, uh, he, you know, it, it, they, they share a similar name. They, they, they share a few words with one another, primarily uh, the the other man as opposed to our lead. And uh, during his flight, he decides to make him his next of kin. Uh, and that, that, that turns to be a fairly eventful choice because <laughs> when the plane lands, uh, he passed away. So uh, in addition to having to deal with his uh, own mother's passing, he is also involved in this weird cor- uh, correspondence with this man who's a near stranger to him because uh, he decided to make him his next of kin. But uh, in, in any case, he returns home and he reconnects with his brother, who is, um, I think that's Samuel Bottomley, right? The actor. Yeah. Yeah, his brother Louis Lewis, yeah. who is like a, a, still a teenager, high school. Yeah, yeah, and he's uh, autistic, and he hasn't really kept in touch with him too much over the years, which uh, becomes a point of contention. But uh, throughout this uh, 
interaction on the plane, he feels that he has to be like the uh, I guess because of the another interaction that I won't spoil. He he feels the need to to give this man his last right, as the title would suggest. But in doing so, uh, a lot of shenanigans ensue, and a lot of uh, wacky mishaps happen, and uh, right. that becomes the plot of the film. Yeah, it's like a it's an indie dramedy. It really plays up like very comedic, absurdist moments in this, but it's pretty grounded at the same time. It's it's got a folksy soundtrack. It's got these sort of road trip dynamic where, you know, they even say out loud like uh, so. One of the main things in this is that Louis, Louis, I forget if it's Louis or Louis, but he he wants to trust his older brother. He sees his older brother as a terrible person, but he feels like since they are family, he's sort of tied to them. So he kind of proposes to him as like, we need to spend hours together in a car because that's how people, you know, clearly he's sort of like taking some like cultural references from that. And along the way, they have this one named Mary, who's played by Neon Auger, who she she has her own reasons for kind of participating. But then the movie kind of strikes up like a little bit of a, a romance between her and Daniel. And I, I think, you know, this the word for this film is just lovely. There's nothing about it that is groundbreaking. There's nothing about it that I think is going to make people think very deeply at all. It, it's kind of like the the film version of a very wacky local news puff piece that is very interesting to read. And you're kind of like, oh, wow, that's kind of nice. Like, that's kind of what this movie is, I think. And I think I really was in the mood for something like that. And it was definitely not something I think that was it's not very complex, although it deals with some complex family dynamics. But it's sweet and it's, it's a very humble movie. And I think what kind of elevates it a little bit above that is it's pretty funny. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of The Last Ride. I think that it's uh, definitely worth people's time. But what about you? Uh, yeah, overall, I thought it was all right. I, I wasn't quite as positive on it, but I can definitely see the merits of the film. I think primarily it comes from the performances and the character work, as you mentioned. Uh, I think they do a good job of uh, you know making these characters feel pretty authentic, kind of finding their their center of gravity and uh you know making us get engaged with a fairly kind of wacky premise which i think there's a decent bit of uh contrivances to say the least about the plotting of the film but uh, i think if you're able to overlook some of that there is uh some grounded dramatic sincerity to the film in addition to some lighthearted comedic moments that you know makes it a fairly agreeable film for the most part um the thing that i wasn't 100 percent sure about when it started was how it was going to portray the autistic brother because, um, you know, I, I, I take an interest in how characters with autism are portrayed in films. Um, we didn't cover music, but that's definitely been a conversation that's been had of late. And at first I was a little worried because it, it kind of relied a lot on the kind of more traditional stereotype type, types of um, autism in film, which uh, I was a little worried it was going to be that throughout. But I do think that the filmmakers are good about Avoiding that as the film goes along, kind of finding more chances for the character to speak for himself. And even at one point, he he mentions that, like, you know, every every person with autism is different. And I, I think they, they yeah. find the humanity of his character a little bit more as the film goes along. He has individuality. He has like he, he has an independence. You know, he's not super reliable, reliant on everyone around him just to like function. But like, yeah, they're, clearly they're. There are some ways where they do showcase like he does have challenges. He does have like things that he struggles with, but it's more about his emotional thing, like normal things like like and I shouldn't say normal, but just like universal, you know, 
right. issues with like trust and like, yeah, I don't know, the, the stuff in that nature. Yeah. And I think some of it, they, they try a little bit too hard to make it cutesy, which, uh, you know, I, I think generally they're pretty good about avoiding that. But there are some times where that, that was a bit grating to me. But uh, overall, I mean, I do think, like I said, the performances are good. I think Sam Bonnelly's performance is quite good. Um, he might, you know, be one of my favorite performances in the film. But I do generally think the supporting cast is fun. For instance, uh, Colin Meany is also in this. I don't know if you mentioned him at the top, but he plays. No, but yeah, a, he's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, he plays, you know, very uh, by the books, determined uh, cop kind of character, detective kind of character. Yeah, it's 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 kind of an expected role. It's it's one that yeah. kind of stands out for like, of course, this movie has this guy. But I think yeah. it works really well because it balances well against Eleanor, uh, who is played by uh, I, f- I forget the name of the actress, but she's the like isn't uh, the actress Agarna. name Eleanor O'Brien. Oh, yeah. The, sorry. The character's name is Sheila. I'm misremembering yeah. then. Yeah. OK. But yeah, no, I thought she was fun as well. I, I was especially glad because um i was worried because the way that she was written that she was going to be a little cartoonish in terms of the film like compared to like some of the other characters she's like you know a little bit more ignorant kind of like aloof to things because she's new to her profession yeah she kind of is um, at times so sure but i think by and large they're, they're able to find you know like i said kind of find the humanity of her character as well and, and you know grounded enough to where it doesn't feel like she's like a, a totally like wacky supporting character in the scheme of this thing so i think by and large that's the strength of this first time filmmaker i will say this does feel like a first film and i don't mean that to be like derogatory or like mean or anything but there are like a couple technical things in this that i noticed that i won't like point them out too much but there's like some like some shots that like the lighting isn't quite right or like you know like the focus kind of goes out or like i think you see you a boom be, mic at one yeah, point yeah you see a boom mic yeah. at one point and i don't mean that to be mean just like you know just like you know, it, it does kind of feel like a first film um and yeah, i think that adds to charm in some ways like you know it, it kind of feels more like a ragtag kind of thing but yeah that's where i stand yeah I, I mean at the same time it is worth pointing out i guess but I, I i do think what makes it work like i said are the performances and the cast and the characters here they they feel enriched and sincere enough that even when the plot feels a little predictable and and some of the tech mishaps are apparent there there's enough enough realism enough honesty with those characters and these performers that that makes this i think work more than not sure i i think these are well-written well-realized characters for the most part and i i guess th- this movie really sums up the idea of a crowd pleaser but in a way that i think is good i so i was looking at rotten tomatoes and there aren't a lot of critic reviews but it's pretty middling 56 percent so more positive than negative, but even the positive reviews are very mixed. A lot of three out of fives and things like that. Like nobody's raving about this movie, uh, except for me. But um, the audience score, by comparison, is a hundred percent, and I think that's because people are going to watch this and get sucked into it. I think it, it's not going to challenge them. I think in a lot of ways, but I do think that it avoids a lot of the tropey things I usually don't like about movies in this style and vein. Not the Irish Brothers thing, because that obviously hits me. But you know those sort of like in downbeat indie movies, your your Summerland, your your uh, what was that other one? Sometimes always never. Like I like those movies, but sometimes they can feel a little bit like trying to like go for indie as an aesthetic instead of like a mood, like a real like functioning mood that makes sense. Yeah. Well, we kind of talked about that when we were comparing Sophie Jones to, like other yeah. indie films. Like there there is that that need to like kind of like create or recreate an indie aesthetic and it doesn't always work out it feels insincere at times but right. i don't think that's the case here this kind of reminds me of untouchables a little bit um the uh the french version of the upside which was oh, the american the remake untouchables 
Yeah, Intouchables. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just you know, it, look, it's not it's not going to blow your mind, you know, but it's not boring. It's it's not a boring indie film. I think a lot of people can sometimes watch indie and like just not have the sort of like basis for I don't want to sit here and like experience this like really detailed complex character study. I just I just want fun, engaging characters, humor once in a while, drama once in a while, that kind of thing. And that that's what this kind of delivers on. I did want to say with the the autistic performance. A thing that stood out to me was that they don't they don't do the my the thing that bugs me the most with autistic characters where he's not a, he's not some sort of like superhuman, you know, they don't feel like they have to give him like superpowers to make up for, you know, quote unquote, you know, yeah. any sort of like like, oh, it's OK that like all this stuff is wrong with them. We're implying because, oh, he's super like smart and all this stuff and I'm treating it like some kind of like trade off. And that's how autism works, which always drives me crazy but that's yeah. not what this is at all and i will say i have no fault with the performance i think samuel bottomley does a very good job uh, just to be clear yeah I, I i definitely agree with that i think where this movie stumbles a bit more with the character stuff is daniel <laughs> like they just i think they really hit it over the head that he has to be an awful person or that like they have to be like well you know we've been he's been nice for too long now we have to make him do something really upsetting and it just feels like to keep the script engaging they yeah. sort of have to like do a two steps forward one step back kind of approach with sure. this character that doesn't always ring true draw some angry eyebrows on his face make him angry <laughs> now <laughs> where like yeah clearly he like they do this whole thing where it's like clearly he's a very handsome man and that seems to be the basis for why he attracts any attention whatsoever from uh from mary the character she clearly is like I, she is clearly like marching to the beat of her own drum in this. And I think it works, but it, it's so close to not <laughs> to feeling like she like, what are you even doing? Giving this guy any attention whatsoever. I, that was a thought that crossed my mind quite a few times. But overall, I, I just think this is a very satisfying crowd pleaser kind of indie movie that I actually think like people who watch it, if you give it a chance, set your expectations. I think that it's a pretty, pretty humble and pleasant time at the uh, quote unquote movies. I, I wish I had seen it like at a, like a, in a film festival environment. Cause it, it is very like film festival quality in that sense. And I'm glad I saw it. Yeah. I mean, if it was at a film festival, this would be a nice kind of reprieve from some of the like downer films that you might get, like, right. you know, like a serious documentary or like, you know, like some sort of like, you know, very, uh, topic of the week kind of serious drama like this would be a nice like oh you know like a sweet little road trip movie um i, I would agree in a festival setting i think that would be fun but um yeah i mean i'm a little bit more negative than you but i'm not overall that negative on the film i i think generally speaking it's fine it's charming like you said it's, it's very lovely and cute and uh I, I don't think it means ill in any regard and i think generally even where like some of the character beats might have been broadened i i think to the credit of this filmmaker, she's able to, you know, find a lot of uh, rooted humanity and and make the characters come alive in ways that maybe other lesser filmmakers might have uh, settled for kind of broader stereotypes. And so I, I do have to applaud her for that. And, uh, you know, like any good road trip movie, there's a lot of no nice, lovely scenery that I'm always a fan of. If I'm going to be uh, in a cinematic yeah. sense traveling to Ireland, I I'd like to see the settings. And this movie doesn't... <laughs> yeah. uh, shy away from that which is always nice but um yeah i think you know generally speaking it, it's decent it's nice and I, and I say decent in the terms of like not only uh the right. quality of the film but decent in terms of its moral and values and i think it would do nice if it was on netflix like it seems like the type of film that on netflix it would, it would kind of find its groove i don't know if that's the future for the film but nevertheless i'd give it a low but admirable b minus it's 
you know, a fine little film, and uh, I'm not mad I saw it. Yeah, I think it's it's very good natured, you know, and I think that it is the the kind of movie. I hope that it gives a pretty fair and and well encompassing look at Ireland for people who live outside of it. I'm curious what people who actually like live in Ireland might think of it and in that respect and how their country is portrayed. But I can definitely say for me, I, I definitely found it engaging in its transport. And I think this is a very good, very good, competent script, particularly like how it just always feels like the story is moving, you know, not to be like road trip about it, but it just always feels like something else is happening. It's not repetitive. It doesn't really drag or anything. There's like always a new development. There's always some sort of like, interesting scenario that befalls the characters there's a nice subplot toward the end about the community rallying behind these people and kind of adding in all these hijinks that it's just they're fun and i think that yeah it's a movie that it gets by because it doesn't make any huge errors for sure yeah i wanted to know more about the community like kind of like their involvement their interest in this i thought i thought that was a kind of fun angle that you know we've seen that in other films but just like what interests like what drives them to be like yeah let's follow this like kind of weird cadaver story and and, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. support them in their efforts. But yeah, a few more scenes with that could have been really good. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, by and large, a decent time. Yeah. So I, I'm, a, I'm a high B. I, I really liked it. And I, I hope people, if you check it out, I hope you like it as much as I do, but I, I don't think a lot of people, I, I think it's, I guess possible to really hate this movie. I feel like no one's going to hate it. I feel like people are just going to be like, yeah, you know, it's kind of boring. Not for me. Kind of a waste of my time. Just not no strong feelings about it one way or the other. Will, is that, is that how it goes? Is that the line? Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess if I have a catchphrase, <laughs> that, that would be it. Yeah. 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 An Ashton action catchphrase. Put it on a t-shirt. Sell it on the merch <laughs> section of cinemaholics.com. All right, so that is The Last Rite. It's only an hour and 46 minutes long. I believe it's available to stream on demand right now, though I don't I don't have the exact on that, so hopefully that is the case. But yeah, if you're able to check it out, I, I, hope, I hope you give it a shot. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Be sure to subscribe to Cinemaholics on your favorite podcast app of choice or find us on YouTube. See you all next time.